What would you know? You're just a coach. What would you know? You're just a coach. That was something that was recently said to me by somebody who I think has been following me or thinks they know me or has some perceived notion of who I am. Who would, what would you know? You're just a coach. And I'm like, (laughs) at first I kind of took offense to it. You know, like these type of things used to just emotionally hijack me as I've put myself out there more. Um, obviously like I'm under a microscope, right? And, um, I'm, I'm not pretty. I'm very vulnerable and I, I, I expose myself, my weaknesses, my strengths, et cetera, et cetera. So when you do that, like you leave yourself open to a lot of, of scrutiny. Now, this is a complete dichotomy of how I used to be. I used to seek others' approval. I used to make sure that everybody, quote unquote, loved me and liked me. And I would go out of my way to prove myself to, to people. And I think really deep down what it was is I was trying to prove myself to me. And so you know, like we're in the process of birthing this personal brand, if you will. I mean, it's, it's really just me sharing my insights, my failures, my successes, and trying to motivate the masses or those that will actually listen and apply it to their lives to do the same. But this person, I think whatever their perception of me was, is that I'm just some coach. Now, let's not get it twisted, as they say. I became a coach after years and years and years of being in the freaking face of the fire of entrepreneurship, tons of failures, millions of dollars created, millions of dollars lost, thousands of people have been employed as a result of the work that I've done and the risks that I've taken. But conversely, like hundreds, hundreds have been let go whether they were, they were fired or we had to shut a company down. Um, I don't think I've ever left anybody holding the bag, but like I've been in a position where I've owed people money, employees money, uh, vendors money, friends and family money. And so like I am coaching and I'm doing air quotes right now from a place of like compassion and actually experience. That is why I I am doing this. Like, I am not just a a coach. And I'm not saying this to defend myself. I'm saying this to, to make no, or to leave no doubt about who the hell I am. Like, I am an entrepreneur. The end. Like, that's what I've been since I was 22 years old and I'm 39. I'm not very good at math, but that's 17 years I have been responsible for my own income. I and only I have been able to produce or not produce the amount of money that I need on a month to month basis. And as I became more quote unquote successful, which most of you define in, in by the by the means of like the size of my business, the size of my revenue, et cetera, et cetera. The actual like more risk I've been putting myself at and the more pressure I've been putting myself under. And like this has not been pretty at all by any stretch of the imagination. It's been grueling. It's been gut-wrenching. It's been up at night. Like it's been on my knees, sometimes praying, sometimes crying, 
about how the hell am I going to get through? How the hell am I going to make payroll? How the hell am I going to explain this to my wife? How the fuck am I going to pay my bills? So, like, there's that old adage of those who don't, those who can't do, teach. <laughs> um, yeah, like, I am, I am teaching and I am co coaching, again, air quotes, like, from the place that I've been and the places that I want to go and the mentors that I've learned from. And so I started this as a, as a passion project, if you will. <clears throat> I launched this little podcast. I put myself out there. I decided to see if anybody would listen. And all of a sudden, not just one, not just two, but thousands of you tuned in. Thousands of you tuned in. Dozens, multiple dozens of you reached out. We have thousands of people on our email list. And I was like, wow, okay. All right, well, when I share my message, when I share my pain, like people resonate with it. And also when I share my success, I think people equally resonate with that because they want success for themselves. But a lot of you are scared to put yourself out there. And then you got these little trolls and these little haters, you know, online, like taking their little fucking pot shots from the side when they haven't done shit in their life. They haven't done anything. They haven't put themselves out. They just talk about something they're going to do at happy hour while they're drowning their sorrows. And like, this is not an attack on them. This is me owning who the hell I am. I left at 22 years old. At 22 years old, I became the youngest sales executive of a major marketing company. Like this company is a multi, multi-billion dollar organization. And I became the youngest sales executive in the company's history. And I was on a, on a great trajectory. At 21, 22, I was making $80,000 a year. Okay, $80,000 a year, 17 years ago. You guys can do the math. Like that's a lot of freaking money. And I was managing a valet company, not ballet, but valet, like parking cars. I was making another 40, 50,000. Like I was making over a hundred thousand 17 years ago at 21, 22 years old. I was living in, a, in an apartment, two bedroom apartment, sharing it with my buddy and life was fucking good. But I knew that there was something more inside. I knew that like there were, I had this calling to, to be an entrepreneur. I don't have any entrepreneurs in my family, zero, zero to follow in the footsteps of. But when I was 12 years old, I went over to my buddy house, my buddy Aaron's house and his dad like, like always seemed to be home. They had this beautiful home. They had nice cars. And I was like, what is he doing? And they're like, he's an entrepreneur. And I'm like, is that like a French baker? What the, what the hell does that mean? And I, back then you had to like look shit up in like a encyclopedia or something like that. And it's like a man who makes his own way. I don't even know what the definition of an entrepreneur is. I probably should. And I was like, I'm going to do that. And from a very young age, I just knew that I was going to be an entrepreneur. And so when this opportunity presented itself at 22 years old, I did not hesitate. I did not hesitate once. And I left everything. I left college. I left my, my job. I left my valet thing. Actually, I kept the valet for a little bit longer because I needed the income. But I literally went from $80,000 of salary to zero. And then I left, I left my, my valet job because it was becoming a distraction. So guess what? I went from making $120,000 a year at 21 to make it $2,200 a month, just enough to keep my head above water. When I started Media Mix, which is my main business, I had $14 in my bank account. 
14. Now today we have in that business close to 200 employees and we'll do over 15 million in business. And we also have another business and I've invested into businesses. I've invested hundreds of thousands of dollars that have gone down the drain, never to be seen again. 200 here, a hundred there, 300 there. Like, so when I'm speaking about these things that are working or not working for my life, I do not speak from a place of just theory. I'm speaking from a place of fucking pain and empathy and understanding. And so like I am an entrepreneur. I am somebody who loves taking a dream, a concept, an idea and turning it into a business that creates opportunity for me for my family and for the families of those who actually believe in that same dream. And it's freaking gut wrenching, but it's also one of the most rewarding things you will ever do on the face of the planet. And so what I come on here, I talk about these principles and these tools that I've used to keep myself sane because there is so much pressure that I'm under at any given time. And then I walk in and I've got a wife and, and children, and I've got a life there that like, I need to be present for. And I've got me who I see in the mirror every single day, literally stripped down naked. And the thoughts and emotions that run through my head. And then I've got a, I've got this greater purpose for why I'm doing what I'm doing. And it's, this stuff that I'm telling you, the core four and this body, this being, this balance, this business, living my life 90, 90 days at a time, like has kept me on the straight and narrow because there is times where I just want to throw in the towel and not just throw in the towel, but like literally check out and burn everything down. Tell everybody to F off and just take a big can of gas, sometimes metaphorically, sometimes literally, and just burn down the office and burn down the marriage and burn down the relationships and just get my backpack and go sit on a beach. But I know that like 30 days into sitting on the beach, I'm going to wish I was still in the pressure cooker and managing through it with these tools that I have. And so, yes, it is true that those who cannot do often teach, but I also believe that's bullshit. Like, cause I am living proof that like, I'm just teaching from the place that I'm at right now, which is a guy who's building a business, multiple businesses, by the way, and who has, who is married and doesn't want to fuck it up. And who's a father and doesn't want to fuck them up. And who looks in the mirror and wants to love the man that he sees back. And has hundreds of employees counting on him. And all their families, all their children, all their stories, all their Thanksgiving dinners, all their Christmas presents. Riding on the line of like my certainty, my clarity. I've got a business partner who's believed in me for like a decade multiple business partners and across different businesses. And I just talk about where the hell I'm at, what's going on in my mind. And, and, and try to instill in you that if you want something bad enough, you have to go after it. You have to take massive action. You have to believe in yourself. And how do you do that? By doing daily disciplines that you can apply every single day. 
You know, I, I gave the speech at WarriorCon about business being like a child. Like you, you're not, you're never ready for when you bring a human being into this world. For all my parents out there, give me a hallelujah. Like you're never ready when you bring a child into this world and you're never fully ready when you start a business. But yet when you have a child, you wouldn't be like, oh man, this is hard after a month or two months and just like give it away or let it die. And I know that sounds morbid, but I'm trying to paint a picture here. Starting a business is the same way. You give birth and you're like, okay, I got this idea. You give birth to it and you see it. And then it's like, it's at times you love it and you're so cute. And then other times it's like throwing up on you. It's crapping everywhere. And you're like, it keeps you up at night, you know, keeps you disconnected from, from your spouse. But then it gets a little bit older and, and you see some glimpses of hope and then it retracts. And then it, it's this constant thing. And you have to put in the effort and you have to be willing to be committed to it. Just like you are your child. Because there's times where you question your sanity and wondering if you did the right thing by bringing it into this world. So many times I think that with my business. So many times I think that, like as being an entrepreneur, I don't know what it's like to go home on a Friday night and not be thinking about payroll, office, expansion, credit lines, cash flow, like all that kind of stuff. I do this because I need it to keep me sane but I won't give up on my children and I won't give up on this thing, which is my dream, which is being an entrepreneur and impacting lives. And there are so many times inside of this next 90 where I'm like, fuck it. I don't want to do this. And then I see a glimpse of hope. One of you reaches out and sends me a message and thanks me. Says, Hey, I needed that episode today. And I'm like, damn it. All right. Well, I guess we keep going. And this is not a cheap hobby by any stretch of the imagination, but I know it's going to pay off. I know it. And so I am not coming at you as some coach. Fuck that. Like I am coming at you as a man, a man who's been in the trenches, dodging bullets for 17 years, who's been married for five, a father for four inside of this type of living, this challenge-based living, this 90-day increments, this body being balanced for the last three and a half years. And I'm just sharing with you all of my stuff, good and bad, so that you might find some relevance and apply it to your own life and take some action. So, put me in, coach. I'm ready to play, as the song goes. Like, I have a coach. I have mentors. I have guides. Because I can't do this alone. And to all you trolls out there, coach this. Come on. I invite you. Come on the podcast. Let's go toe-to-toe with your opinions and your quote-unquote facts of me. I've got nothing to hide, as you've clearly seen, inside of this podcast. Like, and this is not even a message to you guys. This is a message to me reminding me that there will be resistance, but one of two things will be happen. Either my story of why the resistance should overcome me will be greater, or my will to push through that resistance and understand that the resistance is a platform to the next place I want to go. So, I'm an entrepreneur. I am a father. 
I am a husband. I am a man. And I am Nick Long. And this is your host of the next 90. Not your coach. Your host. Your guide. Your liaison. And I'm committed to continuing to level up my life and my pursuit of my dream and challenging you to do the same. Until next time, own the next 90. I'm out.